Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? Once again, y'all watching another episode of the Raiders Recap with the Sick Podcast. Make sure y'all tapping in with that like and subscribe button. And today, man, I thought we'd get into the prospects the Raiders apparently have their eyes on with that number seven overall pick and the new betting odds favorite to be the new number one overall pick. We got to see. We got to see where smoke is coming from, man. So once again, make sure y'all tap on that like and subscribe. Sammy, go ahead and play my theme music. Let's get this thing rolling. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. What is the deal? Another lovely day here with the Raiders recap on the sick podcast, man. Y'all see that thing moving on down below. Go ahead, tap on all our social medias, man. Stay up to date with what we got going on because you're not going to want to miss it. But the reason why y'all came here, you know what I mean? Let's get into the news, right? Let's get into all things surrounding Las Vegas Raiders. It is draft week. It's time to really ramp up the draft coverage, man, and really hone down on who the Raiders will be selecting with that number seven overall pick or trading down or trading up, seeing what they got to do. So apparently from Albert Breer, this is a report from yesterday, that the Raiders are big fans of Devin Witherspoon and Peter Skaronsky, right, either at pick number seven. Okay, both they would take at the overall pick. Okay, now... My thing, I think all of us probably have the same collective, you know, attitude towards Devin Witherspoon in here here at Raider Nation, man. We all got, you know, the same collective attitude when it comes to selecting that guy number seven overall, all right? I feel like he would immediately round out the corner room. We got a lot of young up-and-coming dudes in that corner room. Nobody really, you know, that has really flashed that superstar potential. I mean, Nate Hobbs has, but he had a rough year last year, man. I expect him to bounce back. But at the same time, man, you bring in Deborah Witherspoon, he immediately upgrades the competitiveness, athleticism, and, and physicality of that room, man, which is which is something that we really need. But with the signings that you have made throughout this offseason, man, getting a guy like that in the in the in the draft would really, really round out everything that, that the Raiders are trying to do with their secondary, man. If you think about it, the secondary has a lot of young guys who have a lot of high potential. And a lot of guys that have the potential to be really good, but they have to all put it together. And bringing a rookie of that caliber in here, man, is going to tell the fan base, going to tell the defense that we're trying to we're trying to build and we're trying to get this thing right. So, I mean, having Devin Witherspoon in the room, I don't think any Raider fan is going to complain about that pick. Now, the surprise comes when you see Albert Breer talking about. The Raiders are very interested in offensive lineman Peter Skaronsky with that number seventh overall pick, okay? Because they're not willing to take a gamble right now. Only, and I feel like they're not, and I feel like everybody's saying that they're not really, really willing to take a gamble is because this is really Ziegler and McDaniel's first, first overall, um, you know, first round selection, if we think about that. Last year, they traded their first and second to acquire Devontae Adams. So, you know, we didn't really get to see what they were made of as far as their draft prowess, you know, until the third round last year. Now, this year, you got all picks from all rounds. You feel me? 12 picks overall. So now, now we can sit here and see 
really what the plan is, really what they have envisioning for the Raiders going forward, right? And, and Peter Skaronski, as I have to say, he's not a he's not a terrible pick, and he is a safe pick. He's a very safe pick. But the Raiders are not in a position to be acquiring an offensive lineman seventh overall. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we're not, and, and you have to think about it. If we were to acquire Skaronski seventh overall, what other prospects have we passed up to get Skaronski? Not saying that he's a bad prospect, not saying that he's he's terrible or whatever, because he's very well, he's very good, okay? But here's my issues with selecting him, right? Number one, everybody says that, oh, why would you get him? And, you know, you just re-signed Jermaine Illuminor. To me, personally, he, Skaronski's not going to be playing tackle in the NFL, okay? He, he's definitely not going to be playing tackle. And if they and if they draft him to play tackle, that's a dumbass move because to me, Skaronski is a better guard. He's a, he has the he has the physical makeup, the length, the feet to be a very very good guard in the NFL. I don't think he's better suited to be a tackle when he gets to this next level, right? So that's one thing. So so you're you're spending your 7th overall pick on a guard, okay? Which is not a sexy pick, but it's like Come on, bro. Especially if you pass on a lot of other defensive players to select a guard. You feel what I'm saying? Like, then then we're really going to have a fucking problem, okay? And now, we're looking at it. Like, And the next portion that I would be very mad at is what I just said. Like, how can we pass on any defensive players, okay, that would immediately upgrade the defense... Like, we've been talking about this entire offseason, damn near until the season ended last year, that we got to get this defense better. You're going to pass up on major, major defensive help in this NFL draft to select an offensive lineman seventh? Like, nah, bro. It's not, nah, nah. That's, that's buffoonery. Buffoonery. It's just, it's not going to fucking happen. Because at the end of the day, bro, I would much rather see a report that's flying around too and I I think this one is more true than standing pat and taking Skaronski at seven. I would much rather see the Raiders trade down and acquire more picks if the quarterback of their choice is not available. Okay, if the, if the quarterback of their choice is not available in their top 10 area and, and, you know, everybody that they had their eye on as far as quarterbacks are gone. At that point, bro, trade down, acquire more picks, get defensive help in this draft, and then if, if we're lucky enough, maybe acquire a hand and hooker later on in that first round or early in that second round. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I, that that's what I would – if I can't get my hand on C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, that top, you know, top five, whatever, I'm thinking about trading down, okay? Now, if Anthony Richardson is sliding to seven, I, I might be – the the small minority of this. But if Anthony Richardson is there at seven and they take fucking Peter Skaronsky, I'm going to be fucking mad. I'm sorry. I'm going to be heated. I'm going to be heated. Because to me, this is just me and my evaluation. All right. This might not be everybody's, but me and my evaluation, bro, I really feel like if Richardson comes to the right scenario where he can sit, learn, and somebody is really honing in his skill, I feel like this guy is going to be hella good. I feel like this guy has the ability to really really be good bro and, and and that's just me and my personal evaluation and with my eye test and what i've seen on film and what i've seen this guy do i just feel like this motherfucker has the tools 
to become a, a very, very good quarterback in the league. I'm not going to predict and sit here and predict to y'all that that's what he's going to be because there's a lot of factors involved with him becoming that. You feel what I'm saying? Just like there's a lot of factors with all these quarterbacks involved. I mean, like you can look at every single one of these quarterback prospects and pick out something you do not like about their game and convince yourself that maybe they're not the right selection. But the two guys I want, and I'm only saying two because I feel like third is just out of the reach for the Raiders. Bryce Young is out of reach. You feel what I'm saying? Like he's not going to be, he's not going to be coming to Las Vegas. He's going to Carolina. And if Carolina does some dumb shit, you know, that's a different story. But to me, right, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and then I'll throw in Hendon Hooker for my third. Those three guys right there are who I feel like the Raiders, if they select them for quarterback, I feel like those three guys will flourish underneath Josh McDaniels. I do. I really do. I really do. Um, C.J. Stroud especially. If C.J. Stroud were to come here especially, I feel like he would, str- he would very, very much – thrive under Josh McDaniels and in this system because this system fits his skill set it really does now with acquiring Anthony Richardson that would be more on the coaching staff and more on the coaching side of things to really hone in what he does well what he doesn't do well you feel what I'm saying and get him in the most advantageous positions that's more on the coaching staff to meet him halfway you feel what I'm saying he's still raw he still has some some tools that he needs to develop so that's on Josh McDaniels, and that's on everybody else in that room to really hone down and make and, and make the playbook player friendly for that specific player. Now, if you take Hooker, I feel like Hooker, like Stroud, can really fit in this offense, plug and play. You feel what I'm saying? He has the skill set, the way he plays the game, and, and watching his film, him under Josh McDaniels will be a nice fit as well. Okay, so those are the three quarterbacks I'm looking at. But you know, if you don't get your if you don't get your shot at any of them, if you don't get your shot at any of them, then at that point trade down, bro. I mean, seven is way too high to be paid to be taking an offensive lineman. Now, if you take Devin Witherspoon, no complaints from me at all, bro. No complaints from me at all. I don't feel like you'll have many complaints from Raider Nation. Um, you know, I mean, that's a guy we want. That's a guy we want. Not much to say about that. So that those are the two prospects that Albert Breer said. Keep you, keep you. You know, your ear to the streets. Keep your mind on them, too, if the Raiders stand pat at the seven overall. But knowing this team, and if y'all, and if, you know, if y'all follow this team closely, we don't think the Raiders are going to be standing pat at seven. I don't think the Raiders are going to stay at the seventh overall pick. I think it's between two things right here. Either you're going to trade up to acquire a quarterback, okay, that slips, or, or you're going to trade down. And then acquire, stockpile more picks, get more defensive players. And we all know, as hardcore Raider fans, we all know there's only a couple scenarios that the Raiders are going to trade up in this NFL draft on Thursday, bro. There's only a couple scenarios. And that's if, right? And that leads me into my next segment. Apparently now, Will Levis is now the betting odds favorite to be the number one overall pick. He has jumped, right? So a week ago, he was not even a thought, not even a thought to be the number one overall pick. Me personally, I mean, I don't put too much stock into that fucking betting odd shit because, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, it's just, you know, I I, I don't want to sit here and put too much credible information into that shit right there. But it's kind of weird, right, that a week ago, we weren't even talking about this man being nowhere near the 
the number one overall pick. My man wasn't even sniffing that. And now all of a sudden, you know, as the week progresses, first he jumps to, to being a betting odds favorite for the Houston Texans at number two and 12. You feel what I'm saying? Now he's a name for the Houston Texans as far as if they if they were to pass on a quarterback at two, which I think they're going to do. I think the Houston Texans are going to be taking Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson. If it, and, and if you and if we're watching the draft and you see them do that, remember you heard it in this motherfucker first. They will my they I believe are going to take Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson if Bryce Young is not there. The Houston Texans really want Bryce Young. If Bryce Young is not available for them at two, they're gonna fuck around and take a defender. That's just me. That's just what I believe. That's what I think. Now, all of a sudden, right? If they take a defender at two. Why wouldn't they Sam Pat at 12 and hope Will Levis falls to them at 12? Okay, that, that's one that's a scenario that the Houston Texans, I believe, are really going through right now, and they feel like they could do because I I don't think they're in love with CJ Stroud. I think they really, really love Bryce Young, but they're not gonna have the opportunity to select Bryce Young, right? Now, from Levis jumping up from being the betting favorites to two overall to 12 overall, now all of a sudden as the draft nears closer. He is now the betting favorite to be the number one quarterback selected in this NFL draft. Number one overall. Okay. Now me, the Panthers on my team. I don't give a shit what they do. You feel what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what they do. Now, if they do that, I'm going to laugh my ass off. I'm going to laugh because that's going to be a dumbass pick. But at the end of the day, man, like I've been saying and like we've been saying, nobody knows who how these teams have their boards. You feel what I'm saying? Like all this shit. Is speculation until Thursday hits and that first pick is is handed to the commissioner and he says that name, right? Nobody knows what this what these teams are thinking about, but it is funny that all of a sudden now now Will Levis is almost ahead of Bryce Young as the betting favorite to be the number one overall quarterback selected, right? If he were if he was to be selected. Number one overall, we have to sit here and, and really think that's going to fuck up the whole draft. That's going to fuck up the whole draft. If, if Will Levis gets selected number one overall to the Carolina Panthers, which I don't think is going to happen, let's keep this in mind, folks. That shit's not going to happen, bro. No plausible way. No fucking way, right? That owner and that GM and coaching staff can look all of them Carolina Panther fans in the fucking eyes and say, all right, man, we're going to pass on Bryce Young. Fuck it, just take Mayo, man. Just take Levis, man. Take him. Like, like the outrage, bro. Now, now me, personally, I'm going to laugh my ass off because at the end of the day, y'all done fucked up, right? Y'all, the, the Panthers done fucked up, and now here we are. The Raiders have to move to three. If the Carolina Panthers take Will Levis at number one, you could pretty much book that, that Bryce Young is going to Houston, okay? I'm just like, the board's going to fall like that. If Levis goes one, book that, you know, Bryce Young's going to go to Houston, and now here's three, okay? Here's three, and here's a guy that many Raider fans I know are clamoring to go get in C.J. Stroud, bro. And, and if the board falls like that, right, you go Levis one, uh, Young two, Raiders got to move up to three. Okay, the Raiders got to move up to three and select C.J. Stroud because, number one, we are not the only team, okay? We are not the only team that is in love with C.J. Stroud. Me, personally, I feel like the Raiders are battling with the, with the Tennessee Titans right now to move up and select the quarterback. 
That's what I that's who I feel like the two most serious teams are in moving to that number three spot to select the quarterback. It, it's the Tennessee Titans and, and the Las Vegas Raiders. These are the two teams. So we're battling with Tennessee right now, and, and we gotta see what they're willing to give up. Now, are they willing to give up a major fucking haul to go up to number three? Because if they are, bro, if they're really willing to go up to number three and, and, and select, you know, CJ Stroud and they're willing to give up damn near two first rounders, a second round, you know, you know how these NFL trades get. Bro, I don't know if the Raiders are in the position to do that. I don't, you know, it might be too rich for the blood at that point. Now, at that point, you can stand at seven, and now the conversation we were just having comes into fruition, bro, because if, if Tennessee moves up to three, right? We're just going through scenarios right now. Tennessee moves up to three to select Stroud. Now you go one overall, Levis. Two, you know, Bryce Young. Three, C.J. Stroud. Four, what do the Colts do? Do you think the Colts will take Anthony Richardson? Me personally, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna force it. They're gonna force it and take Anthony Richardson, which I don't think he's going to thrive in that. In I know what everybody says about that offensive coordinator and that new head coach. You know, having Jalen Hurts don't mean they're gonna be good, bro. I don't think that. I don't. I don't think so. You know, I don't think that Richardson in Indianapolis is gonna be a good fit. I just don't. I just don't. Now I might be wrong, but hey. I don't think I don't think they're that high on him. I think they want Levis. I really do. I think the Indianapolis Colts would like Levis, and I think that that's the guy they really want. And I think they might fuck around and pass on Richardson. You feel what I'm saying? Now the Raiders are sitting here in an advantageous position because you got to think about it like this: if the top four picks are quarterbacks, okay. Now if Richardson does end up going to care to to the Colts, if the top four picks are quarterbacks, bro, oh. We're sitting here at number seven with a beautiful, beautiful array of, of selections to be go ahead and, and pick a defender, bro. Like, I mean, you got to think about it, okay? Now, if Houston fucks around and takes Bryce Young in the top four quarterbacks, bro, now still sitting on the board for the Raiders, okay? Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson, Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, the big dog, Jalen Carter, bro. So many motherfuckers are sitting there for the Raiders to select at seven on the defensive side of the ball. I wouldn't trip. Personally, I wouldn't trip. Now, I'd be kind of mad that we lost out on, you know, C.J. Stroud and Tennessee beat us to get there, if that's the case. I'd be kind of heated. But at the end of the day, bro, I'd be glad that the Raiders didn't force. You feel what I'm saying? That's the number one thing that, that I've seen throughout all of these Raiders drafts since I'm I've been a Raiders fan before I can remember fucking talking, bro. Like, I swear, like, I, I've been a Raiders fan out the boom. So any draft I remember watching, bro, it's always been some forced-ass pick or, or a pick that didn't need to happen at that fucking exact moment, okay? Like, you, number one, why would you take fucking Peter Skaronsky at seven, okay? Now, that's another thing where we would be looking at and be like, bro, why, why? This didn't need to happen right now. You feel what I'm saying? As good as a prospect as he is, didn't need to happen. At seven, especially if you have all those defenders that I just named right there on the board at that point. Now you can now you can share the sentiment and saying if the Raiders fuck around and take Peter Skaronsky at number seven and all those defenders are on the board, like bro, that that's buffoonery. So there's no way the Raiders are going to go ahead and pass on all that talent select an offensive guard offensive tackle, right? Not saying he's a bad prospect. I'm not saying he's a bad prospect, but you gotta look at the value of the pick at that time and what the roster is looking like. Raiders aren't in a position to be doing that shit. So, you know, 
as we continue with our draft covers and, and the days get closer, I'm sure we're going to be hearing more and more smokescreen shit about what the Raiders are going to be doing, who they like, who's on their board, yada, 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 right? You know, last last week we heard that Henry Hooker was third on the Raiders' big board of quarterbacks, okay? I don't believe that shit at all. This, this report right here, I believe... More than I believe the last report. You feel what I'm saying? I, I I definitely believe that the Raiders are big fans of Devin Witherspoon. And I feel like, you know, I feel like they do like Skaronsky, but I don't feel like they're going to be taking him at seven. I feel like that's something. The Skaronsky thing is a little smokescreen to send out to, to teams that are really in love with him so that the Raiders can move down. That's what I feel like is what's going on right now. Um, I feel like they're gauging, you know, the interest level around the NFL and certain prospects, right? Uh, I think... Everybody knows that they love Stroud, but I think after Young and Stroud, it gets a little hazy on who the Raiders like at quarterback, how high they have them ranked. You feel what I'm saying? Like I, Since Richardson's pro day, I ain't heard shit about the Raiders liking Richardson. It's been quiet on that front. Now, to me, now I might be tripping, but to me in the NFL, when motherfuckers get quiet, right, and you don't hear a lot of shit, to me, it's like they, they like that motherfucker. I, I think they like Richardson because I, I'm hearing a lot of smokescreen shit to deflect from the Richardson shit, okay? A lot of shit is deflection so that nobody thinks that they fuck with Richardson. Nobody thinks that that's the guy that they like. I mean, that's, that's how I feel like they're going about it because at the end of the day, bro, there's no way that, that Ziegler has done all this homework, has, has went to all these games. You got to keep in mind, bro. Ziegler has went to a lot of Richardson's games during the season. During the season, he was at a lot of Richardson's games, bro. After that, first motherfucker at the pro day. First motherfucker at the combine. Like, bro, they're meeting at the combine. They met with this guy. They've done their homework on this guy extensively. Extensively. So if you were to believe that Richardson, they don't like Richardson as much as they do. Got another thing for y'all, bro. I got another thing coming for y'all. Because I feel like they really fuck with that guy. Okay, and they're just trying to they're trying to create all type of smoke signals so other teams don't know how interested they are in Richardson, right? And, and think about this value, right? Say if the top four quarterbacks go, Levis goes, Young goes, Stroud goes, you know what I mean? In that top three, whatever, you know, four. If, if they go and, and we were to select R Richardson with the seventh overall pick just by standing pat, that's great value. Uh, to me, that's great value. Great, great value. Now, would I pass on uh, all those defenders to select Richardson? Me personally, yeah. Me personally, yes. I'm going I'm going to select Richardson before I select any other motherfucker in that draft. And that's just me, right? Now, some other people are going to look and say they disagree. But me, I take the gamble. I will take the fucking risk. Because the payoff from that guy... It's huge, fucking huge, but the payoff from Devin Witherspoon equally, equally can be huge as well. You feel what I'm saying? Equally can be huge as well. The only one that I'm not really feeling is the Skaronsky, and not because it's a bad prospect, but just because it's not what we need right now. It's just not what we need, okay? Now, now I feel like you can fuck around and, and find a guard, find a lineman somewhere in the later rounds, i.e., I mean, you found Dylan Parham in the third round last year. I'm not saying, you know, you can duplicate it. You'd be, you be lucky to duplicate that. But at the end of the day, it's possible to find yourself somebody that could come in and start at that guard position. Okay? So, 
that's all I want to talk about today, man. Wanted to get the rumors out there. We got, what is it, Tuesday? So we got two days until the NFL draft, and we really know the direction of this team. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned, bro. We're going to have a lot, a lot of draft coverage coming to y'all once the day hits, man. Make sure you liking, subscribing to the content, man. Keep rocking with your boy. You see all that shit down there that's moving around. Follow all our uh, social medias down there. Stay up to date with what we got going on. Sammy, you ready to play me out? And pleasure being with y'all today, man. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.